welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and we are finally getting back into your eardrums with Selling Sunset. So basically how we're going to do this is we're going to do uh, episodes 7 to 9 in one episode. And then we will do 10 and 11 in its own episode. And then you will have the reunion, tell all, whatever we're calling this, as its own episode. And I am most likely going to give that to you while I am on the break. So that's what we're going to be doing with this. I will have few more announcements that I'll discuss in the toe episode, but um, we're not going to go into too much of the announcements um, because this is a Netflix binge. So we're just going to jump right into it. So Selling Sunset, season seven, episode seven, Cabo San Loco. San Loco. That's it. Okay. So How's the renovation going in the new office? Good. Brett, but Brett says, you know, there is a toilet to flush money down. So that's a cool little feature. He's still really butthurt about the money. So, um, so Chelsea sold uh, a house. Uh, it's actually the $10 million house. Hold on to that because yeah. So it's the $10 million house that she sold, and she sold that in two weeks. So Chelsea goes and she rings the bell. Yay. Um, Bree's a little bit annoyed just in, in general because she hates Chelsea. And do we blame her? Not at all. I love Bree, and Bree can do no wrong. That's that's basically where I'm at. So now we see, because they're having this conversation in the office on whether or not you can climb the rope that the bell is hanging from. So Jason's like, yeah, I think I can do it. And you see Jason like a spider monkey just climbing up this rope. I mean, goddamn, that's pretty impressive, honestly. We just see him climbing this thing. He goes like way up there. And it's, he did it like it was absolutely nothing. I, I, I'm very impressed because I could not. I wouldn't have been able to even get to the rope. So good for him. And so he does that. Um, so Emma went more blonde, we find out here. So that completely gets ignored after that because, yeah, she went a little more blonde. So here's where we're going to be going. We're going to be going to Cabo. Now it's the sunset office's turn to go to Cabo. And obviously Mary is not here in the office because she had only experienced her miscarriage a couple of days before. And Amanda tells a few people kind of what happened. Um, I think at some point everyone kind of finds out, obviously, but she only kind of tells like Rochelle um, and I think Chelsea. I'm not sure, but she's telling a few people what happened. Um, so and Brie. Brie was a part of the conversation because Brie says that she completely understands how this feels um, because she, I think she has experienced, she experienced, I think, either one or two miscarriages herself. She fully understands. And you know what? Nicole said a really great thing here, which, I mean, I feel like no matter how garbage of a person you are, I think we can all come together as women and say, like, the thing that needs to be said. But Nicole says, you know, what kind of all women feel in these moments when it happens, when a miscarriage may or may not happen is we get told it's our fault. We did something wrong and all of that. And, um, it's, it's our duty as women to, to, you know, say you did nothing wrong. They don't, it, it's unfortunately something that just happens. And I think our bodies are fantastic things that honestly certain things makes no sense to me and what happens to your body when you're pregnant is just one of those things like I it baffles my mind I actually had this conversation with a friend of mine who unfortunately did experience this and 
talking to her about this, I'm just like, it is so crazy to me that something that our bodies are supposed to naturally do, which is to get pregnant, and our body attacks that fetus. It's ridiculous to me. So it, it's not it's not ridiculous to me. Obviously, this is how it is, but it's just like it baffles my mind because I'm like, how does that even work? So it, you know, there's nothing a woman can do to, you know, prevent something like from happening. It's out of our control. So I think it's really perfect to have that be said. It doesn't make the experience any easier. Of course not. It's it's devastating. Even it doesn't matter how much research you do, how much you do to prevent something like this from happening. It's just, it's so sad. It's horrible. So I think what Nicole said in this moment was pretty perfect. So Amanda does say as well, not only reach out to Mary, but I think we should also reach out to Romaine. Um, because he is being so strong for Mary in this moment, but he is kind of neglecting his needs as well for her, which I think that's just, it's good to see that he's putting her before himself. And um, I think there are not a lot of men who do that. But I think we also have to remember that Although differently, like he's not physically going through what Mary's going through. He is emotionally. So, you know, think of him too. So, but they're going to see if Mary can come to Cabo because they think that maybe this will be really good for her. So the next scene, Brie and Chrishell, um are at a listing and Chrishell just um, just kind of starts opening drawers, you know, like she's lives here. <laughs> and there's a fireplace in the bathroom, which is kind of cool. Bree says, well, Chelsea definitely talked because we're now talking about the whole situation with the conversation between Chelsea and Bree. And Chriselle says, like, you guys talked, how'd that go? And this is what she says that she really talked. And Chrishell's like, oh, that's not what I got. Like, I thought like y'all squashed this shit, but no. <laughs> and she feels that Chelsea is just kind of doing what everybody else is doing. Everyone else thinks Brie is amazing and likes Brie and is friends with Brie. So why is Chelsea not friends or nice with Brie? And trust me, I have so much to say when it comes to Chelsea. We're going to save it um, until we kind of get there. But yeah, she's just like, I think she's just kind of doing what everybody else is, is doing because she probably feels singled out that she doesn't get along with Brie. But like, that's that's on you, ma'am you know so she because of that she doesn't feel like the apology or the conversation or anything having to do with this is genuine i don't blame her i i 100% agree with her so brie says that she just wants to be up like wants her to be upfront with her like she's like listen if you're just upfront with me and say like a b and c right then just own up to that just say that i'll have more respect for you maybe we won't be friends but we can at least be civil like just be upfront with me this bullshitting shit is not working then chrishell talks about apologizing to nicole and how that went down and she's like i don't like nicole but yet i still apologize to her and yet she didn't do for me. And because of this, because of both of their issues, Brie and Chriselle, they feel a little weird about going to Cabo. And they both establish a safe word here in case they need to get out of any really awkward situations. And basically, that safe word is going to be Oppenheim wine <laughs> because and then 
their words, who wants to drink that wine? Clearly there's something wrong. (laughs) That's basically what they're saying. So what I loved here in this moment is Brie says, you know, really, honestly, I, I usually only use safe words in like my red room. Girl. Okay. I see you. Red room of pain or, you know, (laughs) but yeah, that's where we're at with that. So then we see Amanda, Rochelle, Emma, and Chelsea are going to be going on the jet to Cabo, just them. There's going, this is going to come back. Okay. Chelsea spills her drink in the moment. Wow. But nonetheless, let's head to Cabo. And they ask, like, how do you feel about Chriselle, about Nicole being on this trip? And Chriselle says, listen, we are not staying together. I'm not making that mistake again. We're going to stay in separate places. Of course, I'm going to attend things that Nicole's going to be at, but um, I'm not going to be in the same space as Nicole. So it's going to be, it's going to be fine. So basically her and Emma have their own place separate from everybody else. Chelsea didn't know this. She thought that everyone was staying together. And she's like, what the fuck do I do? Because, like, I'm friends with, like, Amanda. I, I, I like Nicole. Um, you know, there's people who are going to be there. Maybe somewhere in there, Davina's there as well. Who knows? But anyways. But like, we're going to be, like, friends with these. Like, I'm friends with them. But I'm also friends with you. Who's so, like, what do I do? And it's up in the air right now if Chelsea will stay with Emma and Grishel or stay at the house that Jason and Brett have um, gotten for them to stay in. Basically, also, Emma is just kind of like, listen, I don't want to be a part of this either. Fuck this shit. And she says, you know, this is just look like I am a social climber or social climbing. Mm, no, but anyways. um. When we get to the uh, the landing strip or whatever the hell we're calling, whatever, whatever, we get to Cabo. It already begins with them going in separate cars, basically. Like, yeah. Anyways, moving on. So Amanda and Chelsea are at the house now. Everyone's there. Nicole is there. Jason Brett are there. Um, is there anybody else there? I think that was it because Brie comes later. So anyways, they're there and they're getting a tour of this house. House is pretty crazy. Nicole is a little jealous about the jet situation. Huh? We're going to find out all about that. Jason is not happy that Chriselle and Emma chose to stay separately from everybody else. Um, but Hey, Chelsea picks her room and uh, she took her shoes off. So she's marked her spot in this room. It's actually a really cool room. It has like this balcony facing, I think it's like the ocean or I think it was the ocean view. So she's like, she's, she's happy anyways. So meanwhile, we're back in LA with Mary and Romaine and they're going out. It's their first night out since everything happened. And she says, right now, I'm just trying to look at the silver linings and what happened. I can get Botox again. I can drink again. But, you know, deep down, obviously, she's not okay. She says that she had the DNC procedure two days before. And she says, like, right now, I, or so he says he doesn't want her to put any pressure on herself to try to get pregnant again. Um, Obviously, she is kind of staring into the barrel of the of the clock of nature and shit but she's early 40s she still has a chance like obviously yes we know like um the sooner the better but um i feel like romaine is also like i I don't want to speak on on them and their experiences and um their discussions as a married couple but I feel like Romaine's the kind of person who will be like, listen, if we don't have our own children, it's going to be okay. And I feel like they would still try, like if they can't have Mary carry a child, 
a child that they probably would try to do surrogacy and they, they probably can do that fairly easily enough, try a few rounds or whatever, um, and try to, and try to make that happen. They have a lot, like, I don't want to obviously like they're where they're at in when it comes to trying to get pregnant and everything like that. Um, and maybe having the opportunity to use science, not a lot of people have that opportunity. So they do have a lot of opportunities to make this happen if it doesn't happen now. So I do kind of see where he's coming from here. Like I'm sure he's not necessarily thinking that, but I can kind of twist that a little bit and kind of say, because of that, because you have options and maybe he'll be okay with just not trying, you know, once time comes, like if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Like I don't think he would leave her because of it. Um, I think it, it's good to give yourself the mental break, the emotional break to say, let me breathe. Let me take this in before trying to start again. So I, cause if you put that pressure on yourself, it's not going to happen. So he's, he says also that he's trying to try, he's just trying to focus on how she is feeling, which means because of this, he's not really focusing on how he is feeling. You have, you have to look at yourself too, because you know, but then, then again, like he's, I, I've had it happen and many times where sometimes you're you're the one that needs to just break down for a minute and have the other person be that that strength for you and then you switch off you get that out you become the strength and let that person lean on you it it happens um i think all the time but i just hope he doesn't neglect that when he feels he can deal with it. I just hope he doesn't neglect it. I hope he he does deal with it if he needs to. On a brighter note, Jason wants her to come to Cabo, but she doesn't think that it's a good idea, but he thinks it might be a good idea. But Mary says that she doesn't want to be a part of any drama. She wants to stay out of this. She loves that she's been out of the drama. Um, But she asks, like, okay, if I go, Will you come with me? She just really wants to be near her husband right now. And he says, absolutely. So they're both going to Cabo. So back in Cabo, it's dinner time. Everyone looks great. Not sure about Nicole, though. Not sure what she's wearing. She's always very, like, when you have, like, the Chelsea's and the Breeze and especially the Chelsea's. And even sometimes the Chrishell and the everybody else. And then you have Nicole. And it's just like, did you did you try? Fuck. Anyway. Nicole's being a bitch, per usual, about both Chrishell and Emma coming in late to the dinner. Bitch, shut the fuck up. I like people being punctual and like you coming late. It's just so disrespectful. Fuck you. Shut up. Like, I mean, I understand what she's saying because I would feel the exact same way. But because I don't like you, anything that comes out your mouth nine times out of ten, I want you to stop. Like, just shish. But, you know, in the words of Kathy from Golden Bachelor, zip it. That's all I want from you. Please. Thank you. So, anyway. So, Chriselle says, that she doesn't to see Heather actually with Mary. And she says, you know, Mary's tough, but she doesn't always have to be. I, yeah. I mean, I feel like single mothers is just a different type of tough, you know, they have to go through shit that I think others who will never understand again, raised by a single mother. So it's, it's just so different, but I hear what she's saying, but it's like that, that, that is innate. It's in her. I don't think Mary will ever not be strong and tough for herself. And I'm sure she really gets 
weak or not even weak, weak's the wrong word to use, but just vulnerable with Romaine because that is that is her comfort. That is someone she can be that way with. Like, I mean, I can be that way with 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 my partner. Then maybe I wouldn't be that way with others um, because I feel comfortable enough to do so. So, you know, she may be in front of everybody being really tough, but we don't know what's happening behind closed doors when it's just the two of them. Maybe she is not as tough or at least, you know, letting it out. So Emma says to Chelsea, I love that you apologized and took accountability when it comes to Brie. It goes a long way. Right in front of Nicole, Emma says all of this. Right in front of her. <laughs> then Chriselle says, well, I talked to Brie. And I think Brie maybe thinks a little differently about this apology than you do, Chelsea. Um, but Chelsea feels like she did apologize. She did all those things. She owned up to her shit. Like, what the fuck's the problem? Here we go. Then Amanda says, I love that Chriselle is trying to bridge a gap and that it's working. But when I did it, all hell broke loose. Mansa, now is not the time. Then Chelsea says, let me explain the way I would with my son. What the actual fuck? When she said this, I even audibly gasped. I'm like... <laughs> Like, her son's, like, two or three. And, again, that is very just, it's gross. And it's even more gross. I'm going to go here, but it's even more gross. Hearing a Black woman say that to another Black woman is disgusting to me. Don't fucking talk to her that way. Don't talk to any woman that way. Don't talk to any person that way. But it's it's just even even more of a gut punch when you see another woman of color saying that to another woman of color. Like, don't do that. Don't, we get that enough from white people or just men. You know, we're going to use that trope. We don't need to hear that from you too. What the fuck? And like, like Chelsea kind of tries to backpedal a little bit. And it's like, I didn't mean like that, but like, you know, like, no, own your shit. And everyone's like, whoa, that's not, that's not okay. Even Jason is like, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> Don't say that. So anyway, Amanda at this point basically says, look, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Don't like what you just said. I'm not going to be able to listen at this point. So I'm, I'm done. And she, yeah, actually, don't know if she actually left the table, but she just says like, I'm not having this conversation. Then Jason says, in the spirit of getting like the whole office together, it would have been nice to have you, Chriselle and Emma, staying here with us. Then Nicole says, yeah, I'm here. That's fucking great for you. I don't give a shit that you're here. Doesn't make a fucking difference, ma'am. <laughs> um, and she's like, I made the best of it. Well, of course you are, because Rochelle's not even there, ma'am. Oh, my God. Anyways, Rochelle says, it's because you're here is why I won't be here. And she says, don't try to, to be the bigger person here, like, because you're not. You're not the bigger person. I did this to be able to keep the peace when I have to be with you. Then Nicole says, like, with some sort of difficulty, apparently, like she can't fucking switch shit out. Um, when you, um, uh, so Chriselle is like, what? Then Nicole just talks in circles as she normally does. And Chriselle is like, get to the point. I don't have a fucking day. Get to the fucking point. And Nicole says, do you understand? Uh, no, no one understands what you're saying. No one but whatever's happening in your fucking brain. No one else understands what's happening right now because this is what this is the thing with Nicole. She wants to be like this big bad person, yet 
when she gets into arguments with other people, she can't even hold her own. She's like, she, she doesn't do well in confrontation. So maybe instead of having to deal with being in confrontations with other people, maybe just keep your mouth shut because you sound like a blubbering dummy when you're talking here. So then Chriselle says, okay, so spit it out, like get it out. I'm I, I, you know, she's like, I wasn't uninvited from the jet. So that's what she says earlier too. She says, when you uninvite someone, and Chriselle's like, what? She's like, I was uninvited from the jet. And Chriselle says, but you were never invited. What are you talking about? And Nicole says, um, yeah, I was because I got the details. Oh, what details? So Chriselle says, who? Who gave you details? And she says, Brett. Then Brett says, whoa, 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 wait. <laughs> like, I don't want to get thrown under the bus here or anything. But he says, listen, everyone got the itinerary. Everyone was supposed to be on that jet. And everyone kind of shuts up at this point. And Nicole says, but singling out someone isn't like helping and i hear you but you kind of put it on yourself Chriselle says you traveled with the twins you're good like you're pissing and moaning about the fact that you were uninvited to a jet yet you traveled with the twins because like they're the head of this office they're your boss shut the fuck up one's your ex but anyways you know what i mean like anyway amansa feels for uh nicole in this moment and Chriselle says you could have done those things been invited to these things if you apologized i apologized to you yet you didn't apologize to me and jason says let me butt in here and he says you know you did have the opportunity to apologize and you chose not to and that's not really boding well for you and he says, like, it would have gone a long way if you did. Then Chriselle says, okay, I'm sorry for, you know, all these different things. I'm sorry for saying you rearranged your face. I'm sorry that I said that you were on drugs. Like, I'm sorry for all of those things because I guess Nicole wants, like, actual details for what she is apologizing for. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry for all of those things. And Chelsea says, listen. Nicole, we've all done drugs. It's fine. We know you're beautiful. Okay, despite that. But there was like, she kind of trying to say like what Chriselle said, like there's no like real truth in what she's saying. Then Chriselle says, oh, well, there, there was. Chriselle, listen, if she's done drugs, whatever. Listen, if she's a drug addict, that can be addressed. If she is, you know, socially does drugs or whatever, like, I don't give a shit. But talking about the fact that she rearranges her face or some shit, it's like, okay, but so did you. <laughs> so does everybody on the show. That's not a like to stand on. It's not. But so she's like, I wasn't making it up. And Jason is unhappy about the issues between Nicole and Grishelle. And and then throws in, and there's also problems between now me and Chriselle. Jesus Christ, Jason. <laughs> and Chriselle says, well, you know what? Your girlfriend thinks that there's something else going on between us, and there just isn't. So instead of me feeling that, I'm going to stick to professional relationships, not have any friendships, especially with you, and be done. Because I don't want to deal with your girlfriend who has some issues with me. I don't blame her. So, anyway. That is it for episode seven. We're going to take a little break here. When we come back, we will jump into episode eight. we're back so let's jump into episode eight oppenheim wine so Bree's here 
And Chelsea compliments Bree's dress. And she says, thank you. So that's great. Um, that'll be about as far as it goes. Um, everyone tells her um, about last night and what happened. And, uh, you know, the fact that it was a shit show. And then we hear, oh, my God, Brie? Who the fuck is Cassandra? <laughs> is what I wrote down. Who the fuck is Cassandra? Listen to me. Listen to me. Fuck Cassandra. Fuck you with your... Oh, my God. Like, I got married, like, eight months ago. And um, and I got, like, my real estate license. And you got yours, like, you know, um, in 2017. Whatever the fuck she said. She was so annoying. I'm not about Cassandra. Can we, Davina, <laughs> Davina, we need you. We need you. We need you right now. Come back. We need you now. We, we know, no, Cassandra's out. Come on. Let's go. No, this is ridiculous. I'm so not about Cassandra. Trust me. You'll know because I'm going to just get more irritated by Cassandra the more we go with this storyline. So, Brie looks really awkward in this moment. And apparently, Brie met Cassandra through Heather, I think, is the story. So Heather and Cassandra, that explains everything. I like Heather, though. That's the difference. But Heather is a little annoying. But I actually like Heather. Um, But that explains a lot. (laughs) So they know each other that way. And she's like, yeah, I've known her for years. Oh my God. Yay. Anyway. Um, so Brie barely remembers her. But this woman seems to know quite a bit about Brie. This is so weird. She knows um sorry, so she Cassandra is new to real estate, as I mentioned before. Um and I'm like, you know, see where this is kind of headed, you know? Yeah. Um, because clearly we're going to make this a thing. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. The chick in the alley, what was her name? The, the new Alex that's coming on board in OC. She is not. Cassandra is not her. Okay. I really like her very much. This isn't happening. Nice try, boys, but this isn't happening. So, anyway, so Brie is now using the safe word. You know what? Maybe we should go get some Oppenheim wine. Get me out of here. And Krishna's like, "Oh, oh, oh! Let's. You know what? We're gonna, we're gonna go enjoy. We're gonna, we're gonna get some Oppenheim wine." <laughs> and now Chelsea and Cassandra are talking about, um star science and the fact that one's a Capricorn and the other one's an Aquarius and all this anyways. Now we are starting to exchange numbers between Chelsea and Cassandra. And I said, for absolute fuck's sakes. No. (sighs) So apparently Brie tells us that Cassandra DMs her all the time. What? Take a fucking hint, stalker much. What the fuck? Listen to me. If, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, um, no, get the fuck away from me. You're fucking stage five cleaner. You're psycho. Get away from me. This literally, I kid you not, this whole Cassandra Bree situation, it literally gives me fatal attraction fives. And it's, she's literally, she's Glenn Close over here being like, I will not be ignored, Bree. Like, seriously, this is happening. It's so weird. Um, so now we're going partying. Brie tells Chelsea, while she's drunk, you look kind of nice. And Chelsea says, you know, you want to be my friends. No, the tequila's talking. (laughs) So then Chelsea gives her all of these compliments. And then they hug. And someone got a titty in the mouth. Who knows? Anyways, Brie thinks 
this is kind of just the tequila. Like I said, just the tequila talking there. She's like, we'll figure how, how this goes when we're both sober, which spoiler alert doesn't go good. <laughs> so Nicole feels um, free from all of the tense situations since Chriselle and Emma aren't there right now. They will be in a second. Chelsea says, but they are coming. So deal with it. <laughs> and just don't talk shit. Basically that seems easy. Isn't it? Not for Nicole. But anyways, now Cassandra is here again. Why? And Brie is also saying why, because she says, I'm tired. Cassandra keeps kind of just popping up and asking. And, yeah, no, sorry. She just keeps talking. So Cassandra, for some odd reason, <laughs> asks everybody whether or not they're married. So first, I think, who did she ask? She asked, fuck, who did she ask? Oh, um, Emma, I think. Think she no maybe I don't know I might might not have been Emma because I don't think she was there yet but she asked someone who isn't married so she, first she asked Nicole she's married yes we all know Nicole's married then she asked um who the fuck else was there yeah oh Amanda Amanda says I'm not married and then she gives her this look like well then you're not like a complete woman then like why aren't you married. Her man up and left her. Fuck you, bitch. But anyways, she literally gives her this look. Not that that matters, because it wouldn't matter. But she just kind of gives her this look of like, so you're broken then. That's basically what she says. And then as soon as Chelsea says, like, I'm married, and she's like, oh my god, really? She just perked up when she heard people are married. I'm like, what sort of fetish do you have of married women? I feel like that's serial killer in the making. I'm pretty sure there's a serial killer that had an issue with married people too. Anyway, it was so weird. So then Cassandra really talks about how she really wants to get like a mentorship. Like she's really, that's really important to her. She's new into this and whatever. And then Chelsea says, okay. Um, is there tension between you two? Cassandra asks, like, why are you like that to, to Brie? Because I think kind of realizing Chelsea has issues too. And then Cassandra, instead of mansplain, Cassandsplains, instead, um, and kind of just says, like, I, I honestly, I blocked out what she said to Brie, but she was just, like, Cassandsplaining about all this bullshit <laughs> and kind of just ends this off by being like i am married and all this time why is being married the end all be all for you cassandra why is that your fucking identity <laughs> emma and chriselle are now here and amanda is kind of just over it i think is what i wrote and then i wrote brie is my spirit animal because they basically start dancing brie's turking her ass and that's about it Anyway. Now we're back at the Cabo office, which we did see very briefly in the OC um, season. Real estate is hot here. And there's also no mansion tax, so there's also that. <laughs> Jason says, Chriselle um, is always beautiful. Because they talk about how Chriselle looks beautiful. And he says that she's always beautiful. Jason. <sighs> Man. Anyway, there's no drama at this Cabo office. We will change that. <laughs> so Brie told, sorry, Brie sold her $5 million house. Yay. Um, there is a bill in the office, but it is technically across um, at the courtyard or whatever. So she has to literally walk across the courtyard to get to this bill. Then uh, Mary shows up, and there will be a dinner later. So we find the bell. We leave the office, find the bell. Bree rings the bell, but it's kind of awkward. And she's like, what kind of bell is this? So then we see uh, Skip to Malou. 
on the beach. And everyone's like, what the fuck is she doing here? No one knew she was there. Um, Chriselle, because she's so shocked, literally hits her head on the umbrella. <laughs> and she tried to play it off, but I think I think Emma caught it. She's like, did you just hit your head on the umbrella? <laughs> um, but anyway, she wants no part in, in this whole thing with Kitsmalu. And um, Nicole tells Kitsmalu that they have their own howls, her, uh, Chriselle and Emma, um, because of the issues, I guess, between, like, you two. What? She didn't even know she was here. Nicole, what the fuck are you talking about? Skizmalu Lou um, doesn't want any drama. Ma'am, you started it. Nicole says, I'm so confused because, like, all parties have moved on. So, like, what's the problem, Nicole? Shut the fuck up. You don't understand. Because Skizmalu is delusional. Yeah. <laughs> so... Here we come, Skizma Lou with her victim mentality and all this nonsense and says, well, it's not my fault. I tried to fix it because she's like really important to Jason. And um, yeah, you did not try to fix it. Roll the tape. You didn't try to fix it. Anyway, Nicole says, I think like with me and Mary, it's different because we have boundaries kind of put in place. Um, and I guess she's trying to say that maybe her Chriselle and Jason doesn't doesn't have boundaries. You can't compare a relationship that he had 10 years ago and another one that he had like eight years ago to a relationship that he just recently got out of, like maybe a year to two years before. And he was, I, I have no doubt in my mind, he probably would have married her. And he was going to have a child with her. He was going to try and do that. So this is not the same thing. Because I'm sure whatever he had with Nicole and Mary, although I'm sure he clearly loves them, but just differently. But I don't know if he ever had those intentions with either of them. So I can't speak to that because I don't know. I wasn't there. But it's not the same. It's not the same thing personally for me so anyway oh my god here's Cassandra again Chelsea is like there's this tension between Brie and Cassandra you fucking don't say Brie's gone she literally is like you know what I gotta go to my kid bye <laughs> you know what I mean and Cassandra tells Mary that She's acting like she doesn't know me. She doesn't know you. Just because, okay, there's a difference between actually like knowing somebody, being friendly with somebody, being maybe acquaintances with somebody. She doesn't say that she doesn't know you. She says she just doesn't. Well, I think she kind of says she doesn't remember her or whatever, but um, clearly she knows you to an extent that you're sliding into her DMs and shit constantly. And uh, yeah, I won't be ignored, Brie. I act like you don't know me, Dan. <laughs> oh man. Um, and then Chelsea just has to insert her stupid her stupidity, and she's like, "There's this issue, and I will get to the bottom of it." Okay. Um, Cassandra also tells Chelsea that you know everyone's so nice, but then there's Brie. Like, what the fuck is her problem? Um, you, you're her problem. And then Chelsea tells Cassandra that, well, you know, Bree says if she doesn't like someone, she will just beat their ass. Who, when, where, and why? Why? When did she say that? She, to my knowledge, has never said that. I'm so confused by her. Um, and Cassandra's like, you know, that's kind of like low and... Like below a woman? No, it's not. It is not below me to whoop your ass. Anyway, um, and she's like, "It's classless. Your face is classless, Cassandra. Get this fucking woman off my television. I d no, I am not. It's uh, stop trying to make Cassandra happen. It's never gonna happen." 
She doesn't even go here. Anyways. So. Then Chelsea says, you know, Brie, you know, she's all bark, but she's no bite. You haven't tried. You haven't tried to come at her. But you do. You will save it. We'll get to it. But like, you do try. And it's just like, I personally think that the only reason she didn't beat your ass down is because she's like, I have, I'm a mother and I'm, I'm not going to let this bitch ruin my career, ruin my, uh, my credibility, ruin, you know, just ruin me, ruin my reputation. She's not going to fucking do it. So Chelsea says this is just refreshing to have someone kind of be in her side about everything. So then we see Jason and Skip to Malou are getting ready for dinner. Um, well, well, they do get there first and they are eating raw meat that he didn't realize he had to cook before he put in his mouth. And we are talking about the fact that Goodwill Hunting is a classic, which is really funny. When I watched this, it was literally the day after I had listened to, I think it was Monday's um, Morbid episode. And they had talked about Goodwill Hunting and the fact that um, Ash had not actually watched the movie before. And uh, yeah, it was like, I literally watched it, it was like the day after that. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyway, back to this. Um, someone says that uh, we think for Skip Malou that for her, a classic is like The Little Mermaid. <laughs> what a classic. Anyway, so it is Mary and Romaine's anniversary, so that's cool. And uh, then we kind of find out that, you know what, Emma and Chriselle might not be coming. And uh, they're definitely not coming because they made their own plans. Uh-oh. Chelsea says, you can text them if you want to confirm, but I know for a fact that they're not coming. And Amanda calls. There's no answer. And she ends up saying in this, like, in the message, like, Hey, Michelle, um, like everyone is here and, uh, you know, everyone's here. You see, like everyone's here. Show me everybody. And, uh, why the fuck aren't you here? <laughs> I don't think she said that, but like, I'm paraphrasing. Like, why the fuck aren't you here? Like, as far as I'm concerned, like, unless your leg is like severed, like you should be here. Whoa. So, Amanda, basically, so he says, like, Rochelle is not... Basically, we're starting to think that maybe Rochelle is not coming because of Skip Simulu being there. Manza's not happy. She's like, Mary's here. With everything that she's going through, Mary's here. But they couldn't come because of this shit. Then Rochelle says, okay, well then, keep that same energy when you see her. Actually, I think the call actually happened after. Anyways, she's like, keep that same energy when you see her. Then Amanda says, okay, what about this? And then, yeah, she calls her and says all that that I said earlier. Um, so, yes, actually, this is what happened. Amanda calls Chriselle regularly, doesn't answer, and then calls again and then leaves this video message for her. That's what happened. So, as she's, like, finishing this up, though, she's like, anything else, Chelsea? Do I need to add anything else or are we good here? And then she hangs up. And then Mary says, where's this disconnect? Because I think what ended up happening, Amanda, Mary end up walking out because you're like, I need air. So Mary comes with her and Mary's like, like, what is happening here? Where's the disconnect happening? The disconnect is with fucking Nicole. And honestly, Chelsea. Chelsea's the fucking problem too. Although Chriselle and Chelsea are friends, but that's the problem. Um, and she says, like, Skip only just wants to be nice and be friends, but um, no, she doesn't. That's the thing. 
I cannot wait for this reunion to see them all kind of be like, ooh, like that conversation actually didn't really go well. And if anyone thinks that it did, you're all fucking blind. It didn't go well at all. And that's on her. It doesn't matter now because we're not together, but still. Then we kind of go back to the table and this gets me loose. Like, yeah, you know what? Like, I really did try, but it's really difficult when someone threatens me. And what? Where? When? Why? How? Didn't happen. Chriselle never threatened you. What the fuck are you talking about? This bitch is delusional. Chelsea asks, like, why do they need to be friends, though, Jason? Like, why does Gift Milu and Rochelle need to be friends? This is your ex-girlfriend. This is your current girlfriend. Why is this a, necess- a, a necessity for you? And Amanda says that, the, the, okay, I'm all over the place with the timeline here, but now she's left. <laughs> now she's gotten somewhere. And Amanda says, you know, listen, like, Nicole is here. Skits and Malou is here. Everybody's here. So, like, why couldn't she be here? And they kind of were, like, putting pity on Skits and Malou. Like, oh, my God, it must be really difficult for her to keep hearing that, like, Jason is in love with Rochelle. Um, and I, d- I understand that. But that's on Jason. That's not on Rochelle. Because I don't, I think Rochelle will love, will always love him in, in a different way, but she's not in love with him. She's in love with G. What the fuck? <laughs> so Amanda says that if she was her, like, was like Mary's friend, then Mary, she would have been here. And then she's like, she's changed. That's the problem. So now we're kind of putting everything on Chriselle, and I'm like, not everything is on Chriselle. Now, Chriselle's not innocent, but not everything's on Chriselle. So, anyway, that is it for episode eight. We're going to take another break, and then we will hop into episode nine. And we're back with the final episode of this episode which is episode nine the enemy of my enemy so Chelsea looks like a bond girl in her little getup and well in her bathing suit actually she's wearing a bathing suit um she kind of she kind of looks like Halle Berry in uh, that movie with Pierce Brosnan the the Pierce Brosnan one and uh that's probably why it reminded me of that anyways so they're leaving Cabo today. Chelsea is happy that she didn't stay with Michelle and Emma. And, you know, she is just sticking it out and not bullying each other. Anyways, so Amanda did get a message from Michelle. After this whole video message that she got, that she sent to Chriselle, and Chriselle is pissed. Amanda got fired from the studio um, renovation thing that she was doing. Um, So she got fired from that. Mary feels something else is kind of going on here with Chriselle. Nicole asks if anyone has actually talked to Emma to see kind of maybe where her head's at with everything that's kind of gone on. And I guess not, but Amanda's pissed and she feels disrespected when it comes to the fact that she got fired. Um, she feels slighted and she says, you know, with what she's doing, you're fucking with my business, which means you're fucking with my kids. Which I I get that. I totally get that. So now we're back in California. And here is Brie. And she's selling a house for Rich La- uh, La Del Rey. Um, I guess used to live in or something. And uh, Kim Kardashian and Ray J used to live next door. That's about it on that house. Let's move on. So we're with Chelsea and Nicole. And they are going to try and grow their friendship. 
But then here comes fucking Cassandra. Why? She's literally like the, she's, she like the cat that didn't go away. It just kept coming back the very next day. Anyway. Um, so anyway, she's here. And Chelsea's $10 million house fell through. So she's going to have to find a new buyer for it. And she's like, I had so much, Cassandra, I had so much fun with everybody. Like, I was actually wondering, like, whether or not I actually made up with any women. (sighs) This bitch. She does end up commenting on, you know, the whole vibe at the office. Like, she's been here long enough to talk about shit. And she starts talking um, about, like, Brie not being nice to people, apparently, that she has, like, connections or with other people who know Brie or work with Brie, and she's kind of talking shit about that now. And so, yeah, she thinks that Brie is moody. And Chelsea says, I like feeling that I'm not going crazy about Brie, that I'm not alone about how she is. She's such a bitch. And I don't understand why people are friends with her. This is where I'm going to start kind of going in a little bit. But I'm going to save my real thoughts for the last episode. Chelsea, you're delusional as well. Because you are the reason that you and Brie are not friends. You came in hot about her family dynamic as if you live in it. So that's the fucking problem. But I'll say the rest of my thoughts for a little later. So... We're at Mary's and Rochelle is coming over with a basket full of goodies for her. I think she's moved in here for a bit, but she says a little late, but it's, you know, housewarming. I think that's what it's for. So Mary asks, what happened at Cabo? Like, why weren't you at the dinner? And Rochelle basically says that with the whole video that Amanda sent me, I felt the attitude in that video and she never thought that the dinner was about Mary. She says, if if I knew it was about Mary, about, about you, like I, I would have been there 100%. I would have put my shit aside and I would have been there, but like hands down. And Mary says, well, and it wasn't for me. Okay. So she says, I just feel like she didn't have to be at the dinner. That's what Chrishell says. She feels like she didn't have to be at the dinner. And Mary says, I can feel you got really triggered um, more easily nowadays. And she, Chrishell explains, like, I'm kind of at my wit's end with everything that's kind of going on. She has clearly a lot of shit going on. And Chrishell says that I will compensate Amanda if that's what she needs. I will compensate her for the job not being hers anymore. Then Mary just says, I love you while Chriselle is talking and Chriselle just starts to break down. Like, I think, I do think there's maybe something going on with Chriselle, but maybe it's also just the stressors of what's happening with Nicole. Now something's happening with Amanda, what's happening with Gibson, with Lou and Jason. Um, the fact that she had a grape suits, great grapefruit sized cyst on her ovary and she has so much going on and I can totally understand not wanting to potentially add more shit to your already full plate your full emotional plate mental plate so I I get it um and Mary says listen I want to meet up with you more I want like she doesn't want to lose this friendship with Rochelle I think they'll be okay anyway, honestly. Anyway, Chelsea sold the $10 million house again. She had a backup, the end, moving on. Um, <laughs> so now we're with Rochelle and Bree. Bree's son, um, what's her son's name? Nick has so many kids that I don't even know all their names. Is this one Royal or something? Like that. Nick Cannon number 10. Um, 
I don't know what's kids' names, anyways. But anyway, her son literally face planted his mom or face palmed his mom in the face because she was trying to sing to him, and he said, "Nah." Okay, sassy. So she's now we're talking about Cassandra. Now we're talking about her. So, um, she's like, I felt ambushed by the whole thing with Chelsea and Cassandra. And Chrishell says, like, the reason why I didn't go to the dinner is because she heard Nicole and Skips Malou talking about everything. So she's like, why the fuck would I have gone? I get it. Yeah. And she then kind of brings up the whole Amanda thing. And she shows Brie the video. And Brie's like, oh, damn, there's more. Oh, 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 okay. And she's like, why is this necessary? And Cashel says, all I want is peace in my life. Why can't people respect that? <laughs> she thinks that the quote-unquote family is toxic, which I, I get. And she feels like she oh, she. Sorry, she feels like she's always there for when Amansa hasn't always been the most popular person in the group. But then when she maybe isn't the most popular person in the group, or maybe he's doing something that people don't quite agree with, it's a whole shit show. And Amansa basically singles her out. Not cool. And Brie asks, like, is this someone you really want to have in your life then? If she can't respect the boundaries. And I do kind of understand that where that's kind of coming from. But anyway, that is the end of episode nine. That is the end of our episode. So the next episode, we will do episode 10 and 11, like I said in the beginning of the episode. And we will be doing the tell all slash reunion for its own episode that you will most likely get during the break. But that is it for now. So if you like what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, and you can rate a review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And I have a new thing that I want to start trying. And that is that every four or five star review that we get, I'll read it on the podcast. So if you want to hear your review on the podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're able to rate and review. Um, And if you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to Reality Tea Times 2 on Facebook, Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast on Instagram or Threads, Reality Tea Times 2 Pod on Twitter. You can also find us on Reddit at Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. And uh, you can also email us at realitytimes2 at hotmail.com. And don't forget, you can find us on YouTube at realitytimes2. You can also subscribe, like, comment on there as well. We greatly appreciate that. And don't forget that I do have another podcast with my friend Mikkel called Next Take Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different things. Um, we currently have, you know, this number can definitely change, but we currently have about eight episodes. Um, roughly, we've talked about all kinds of different things. We have a lot of fun over there. So please go take a listen to us over at Next Take Podcast, which you can find us at on YouTube at Next Take Podcast. You can also find us on our website, solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. And don't forget, we have a website, and that is at solo.to forward slash reality t times two. And we also have a Discord, and I believe that's reality t times two as well. So you can find us there. Um, 
But that's basically it. That's all the stuff. Of course, everything here will that I've just listed will be in our show notes, all discount codes, um, special links to everything that we put in our ads are also in our show notes. And yeah, that's basically it, guys. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.